Welcome to episode 328. Are you overwhelmed by all of the things you should be doing with your health, your fitness, your breath work, your yoga, your diet, your psychology, yada, yada, yada. There's so many things you could be doing. And it's so easy to get overwhelmed by that ginormous list of what to do and when to do it. So today's episode is going to explain exactly what you should be focusing on this week, irrelevant of where you're at in your health journey, so you can make positive progress forward that is consistent and sustainable. So if you want that, well, let's dive in. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously, so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition, and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. Hey, what's up, my healthy friends? Welcome back to another Coaching with Maddie episode, which is where we have conversations in public and on the outside that originally originated from questions on the inside of my private coaching world, where I see clients one-to-one or in groups. But first, in 2024, it's my mission to coach 500 people to get control of their sugar cravings and sugar binges so they can stop yo-yo dieting, stop obsessing about food, and finally create a body that they feel confident being in. Now, talking about what to focus on can be tricky because when you enter the health world, you realize that there's so many things that require your attention and that need to change and that you aren't doing and it can be really overwhelming. So I had a client this week in one of my communities say, Maddie, what should I focus on and how do I make that decision as to what to focus on and what not to focus on? And I had a client a few years ago, which famously said in the same community that she had calculated all of the different things that she needed to change and listening to the one tweak a week idea that I often talk about. She said, Maddie, I've calculated it and I'm going to have to be doing all of these changes and tweaks for the next five years. (laughs) And that's probably a realistic perception and understanding of all of the things that need to change and the length of time that it's going to take to change some of those things. And so once you start realizing all of the possible things you could be changing and doing, it's like, oh my God, I'm such an unhealthy person. And the average American or the average Australian or the average person in in the world that's in a westernized country or maybe all countries might only think that all they have to do to change their health is maybe drink a little bit more water, have some more vegetables and some fruit and maybe walk or go to the gym. And outside of that, most people don't really know the extreme layers of depth that you can go to for optimizing your health and biohacking your health and changing all of the different systems and amazingness in your body to level it up to another level to be amazing, right? And so it's one of those things that when you enter this world and this podcast, I mean, has over 300 episodes at this point. And so even that is a sign that there's so much to work on, even just between your ears, there's tons to do, right? So what do we focus on? How do we make this choice? The reason this is important to get right is because if you pick something too big and you focus on something too big, then on Monday, then by Wednesday, you've probably failed already. You might even have failed that day, right? So you don't want to pick something or focus on something that's too big. The idea of one tweak a week is that a tweak is a small change, right? It's not overwhelming. It's doable in the context of having kids or having a busy business or a busy job or a wife or a husband or kids or what, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is that's taking up your time and space. So we want to make it a tweak. We want to make it something small and achievable. Conversely, we don't want to make it too small because if you make it too small just to give yourself a pat on the back in seven days, then you're probably letting yourself down a little bit there by making things too easy and sort of dragging your feet a little bit. And sometimes people pick things to focus on that they're already nailing. 
And if you're already nailing it, then you've got a missed opportunity right there where you could have leveled up something else, right? And it doesn't mean we shouldn't celebrate the things that you can do already and you're already really good at. We should absolutely do that. But you're listening to this podcast because you want to continue making healthy change. So what do we focus on? So the way to make that decision is quite simple. So come Monday or come whatever day you jump on a coaching call with me and I say, as I do to all clients at the end of the call, what are you focusing on this week? I want to know what it is. And many of the clients will tell you that I've worked with will tell you that I often slow them down when they start reeling off multiple things. I'm like, hey, 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 when are you going to get all that done? And it's like, oh, yeah, I've got a life. I'm busy. (laughs) Again, it's a reminder. It's a tweak. So the first thing is make sure that it's the right size and make sure that it's only one or two things that are small enough to achieve. The other thing is don't pick something that's already automated. If you've got a habit or a routine that's a healthy one that you really like doing, that's sort of automated and in place and going well, that's not something that we need to focus on, okay? We want to focus on something like a small change, like adding in more water, going and buying a drink bottle and putting it at our desk and making sure we get that extra liter of water in every day. Or your goal might be going to the gym more. And so in that situation, it might literally involve messaging or ringing a friend and saying, hey, On Monday, can we commit to three days at the gym this week together and scheduling those on Monday? Or it might be ringing the Pilates studio or the yoga studio and booking those sessions in so you're accountable to show up, right? And don't overdo it. Don't say every single day this week, I'm going to do all of these things. Or even if it's one thing, I'm going to do it seven days in a row. If you've just gone from no days in a row, then you're swapping over to seven days in a row. Well, that's a 100% change. Is it likely you're going to make a 100% change? It's pretty unlikely for most people because if you do, it's one, not going to be sustainable or the other option, which is more likely, is that you're only going to half-ass it and then you'll feel disappointed in yourself. So we need it to be a tweak. So it might be, okay, instead of going zero times this week, I'm going to go two times this week. So the thing you want to focus on is something that you can do, that you want to do, that you will do, that's not too big and not overwhelming, that's small enough that the likelihood of success is high, but not so small that you're cheating the game. Okay. And you will know that you will know if you've picked something that's too easy because it's something that you nailed seven days in a row last week and the week before that and the week before that. Okay. And if you go to the gym three days a week and you look back and you nailed three days a week last week and the week before and the week before, then that's not the focus for this week. We want something that's slightly out of the comfort zone that you will do that you want to do, that you're going to show up to do that's small enough that it's achievable. That's the important piece. Because as we do this, we're also building self-trust and we're building resilience. Most people try and build both of those things 100% at a time. They like go from nothing to everything. And it continually fails because they have this internal belief that they're not good enough, they're not strong enough, they're not worthy enough, and they don't trust themselves to show up. So you can't pretend overnight that you're going to be able to trust yourself and have your own back. Most people that I work with have been pummeled into the earth, emotionally speaking, and they've got their self-trust is through the floor, their self-worth is through the floor. And all of these little commitments, these tweaks, these things that we're deciding to focus on each week are a part of building your identity into being a healthy person, right? And that doesn't happen overnight. So we, these one tweak a week ideas, they're not just practical tips. They're emotionally resilient tips that they're going to allow you to build that level of identity that you need to be able to sustain consistency long term. That's why we need to be smart about what we focus on each week and pick that thing wisely. As I alluded to at the start of the show, 
There's hundreds of things that you could pick, right? So it has to make sense for you. Don't just do what everybody else is doing on social media or what your friends are doing. It has to make sense in the context of your life. It has to be able to be maintained, right? And all of this sounds like a lot of information, but this is a very short podcast. So you can figure this out very quickly and then put everything through the filters and through the questions and the ideas that I've just presented to you. So you can figure out what am I focusing on this week? And so I want to leave you with the question, what are you focusing on this week? What are you putting your energy towards? Is it too big? Is it too small? Is it just right? Because that's what we want to walk away with. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anybody that might get some benefit out of it. And other than that, I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode or learned anything at all, the gift of your five-star rating would be incredibly helpful. And what's even more powerful is if you write a review. You can do it below each episode on Spotify every time an episode comes out. And inside Apple Podcast, simply find the main page of this show with all the episodes on it, scroll to the bottom, hit write a review, share your amazing feedback, and then hit send. It helps this show grow tremendously and allows me to successfully invite bigger and more famous guests each time we do the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you for helping us climb the charts, climb the algorithm and help more people. Oh, and by the way, I have a short disclaimer as well. I just wanted to quickly remind you that the information provided on this podcast is for general informational purposes only. While we strive to bring you accurate and up-to-date content, it's important to note that a lot of this is mixed with opinions, stories, and ideas not supported by mainstream science or medicine. Any advice or suggestions should not be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult a healthcare provider before making any decisions about the health and wellness of you and your family. Remember too that what works for one person may not work for another. And just as we promote on the show, each person is responsible for their own health decisions. Thank you for tuning in to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. And now, the next episode. Here it is.